You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastors Matt and Jessica Stahlbaum. Hey, welcome to Morning Breath, your drive time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. I'm Matt, and this is Jessica. What's going on? What if it's not their drive time? It's always your drive time. You can drive anytime. <laughs> I think you're going to have to answer your own question. I do have to answer that. What if you're not driving? You're sitting. It's your sit-time devotion. Well, you listen to morning breath at night. I mean, oh, that we is know so true. that's when you start calling it night breath. That's which, true, which is a whole other issue. It's a different show. Yes, that is a, a different show. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. That's hilarious. How are you doing? I am good. Good. Really I, good. I like our, our new kicks we got here. You like it? Uh-huh. Cool. Why don't you tell the people about Morning Breath? Well, Morning Breath is a drive time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day, <laughs> or a sitting on your couch, sure to jumpstart your afternoon. Right. We read our Bible, then we talk about it, and we talk about what what's going on in the Word of God, what it means to us, and uh, we share a little bit about our lives. In fact, um, what's been going on lately, I'll tell you one little thing. We did... We're in the middle of building a building in Vieira, which is awesome. So exciting. So we have broken ground. May 5th was a groundbreaking ceremony. And uh, it's, it's happening. It's the ground moving. is broke. It is. That ground is straight that ground broke. ground is broke. Can't wait. It's just a, what a neat thing. You know, why would you do this in this season? Well, we want to proclaim the church is alive. The church is open. God is alive. And we think faith in our community is going to rise with this. And yeah. uh, we're just all in. And I think we're also looking for people that are all in and just want to be, just let it all, hey, we're going for it. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's the kind of church that we are. We're just all in. We're not... We're not sitting back. We're not waiting for answers to come from somewhere else. Yeah. No one else is coming. Yep. Right? The government's yes. not coming. They're not going to help us. Jesus came. No one else is no coming. One else is coming. That's so, so good. Yeah. That's good. Yep. Yeah, that's what we're doing. All right. So we have been doing a question mm. on our Monday edition of Morning Breath, our video cast. And our questions have been fun. Um, our question for today, again, Lindsey Brown for the win. Thank you, Lindsey. What is your favorite road trip snack? Road trip snack. It's been a while since we've been on a road trip. I mean, I think of the first one we made ourselves. I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah. That. It was a gorp. What's yeah. gorp stand for? Granola? Good, isn't it good old raisins, raisins and peanuts or something? Peanuts. Oh, this, is it? Oh, I don't really don't know. Yeah, so gorp. like, that's like, um, what's the other name for it? Uh, trail mix? Trail mix. Okay, trail mix. And so AKA trail mix. You can make your own version of trail mix. Yeah, you can make your own version of trail mix with all sorts of different things. And so if I get it right, let me think. We used, for the candy, we used um, peanut M&Ms and bite-sized cherry Twizzler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We used cashews. I was right. Good old raisins and peanuts. Good old raisins and peanuts. That's hilarious. Um, we didn't have any of that. <laughs> so raisins or peanuts? No, we had cashews. <laughs> yep. What else did we have? Literally, M- peanut M and M's. Peanut M and M's. That's the peanut. Cashews. And oh, and peanuts. No and peanuts. peanuts. No, 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 no. Cashews. And the twi- the tri- <laughs> the bites the yeah. nibs. The nibs, nibs, the nibs, nibs the nibs. Cher- That's Twizzler, it. cherry nibs. That's cherry. It. I could eat all of that right so, now. So yeah, that was a really good snack that we d- we. We should get credit for that. That is not healthy at all. That's how I got to be this big. Okay. <laughs> That's so good. It's so delicious. What's your favorite? Um, is that your favorite road trip snack? It's the only one I can think of. I feel like that's not. I feel like yours would be like something healthier because you're way healthier than me. Like beef jerky or. Okay, I'll go here. What are those sunflower, nasty sunflower seeds no, that you like? Nope. Oh. No. Okay. Nope. Um, salt and vinegar, almonds. 
Oh, like blue diamond, salt and vinegar almonds. Yeah. yeah gross. I like those really a lot. Yeah. Those are good. <laughs> really a lot. Um, I love Red Hots. <sighs> and Cherry Coke. That's what I like. Sure that's is. your road snack? Sure, why not? Okay. I know, that's an all all the time that's snack. A, that's just your snack. That is. You know what Adeline, our, do- <laughs> our daughter, called them? So funny. She, she used to try them when she was little. She used to say, these are hot nuts. Yeah. That's what she calls them. So, yeah, yeah. Red, red Hots. hots. Yeah. Red Hots. Mm-hmm. All right. People are shocked when I they find out that I like them. I do. I do. I'm a human. Okay. Yeah, because you don't like spicy anything, but you eat those things. They're they're kind of spicy. They're a little spicy. Yeah. They've been good. Um, When I haven't been able to taste and smell, I can taste Deeply the spice if I eat enough of them like a box. <laughs> awesome. All right. We have been in Luke chapter 17. Luke, the gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 17. And I'm splitting this with you this time because so many words. Okay. So I will start and I will go to 19. Perfect. Okay. Read. Jesus said to his disciples, stumbling blocks, temptations, and traps set to lure one to sin are sure to come, but woe, judgment is coming to him through whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone as large as one turned by a donkey were hung around his neck and he were hurled into the sea than for him to cause one of those little ones to stumble and sin and lose faith. Pay attention and always be on guard, looking out for one another. If your brother sins and disregards God's precepts, solemnly warn him, and if he repents and changes, forgive him. Even if he sins against you seven times a day and returns to you seven times and says, I repent, you must forgive him. That is, give up resentment and consider the offense recalled and annulled. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith, our ability to confidently trust in God and in his power. And the Lord said, if you have confident abiding faith in God, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to the mulberry tree, which has very strong roots, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea. And if the request was in agreement with the will of God, it would have obeyed you. Which of you who has a servant plowing or tending sheep will say to him when he comes in from the field, come at once and sit down to eat? Will he not instead say to him, prepare something for me to eat and appropriately clothe yourself for service and serve me while I eat and drink? Then afterward, you may eat and drink. He does not thank the servant just because he did what he was ordered to do, does he? So you too, when you have done everything that was assigned and commanded you, say, we are unworthy servants, undeserving of praise or a reward, for we have not gone beyond our obligation. We've merely done what we ought to do. Stingy, stingy. Ouch. (laughs) While Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, he was met by 10 lepers who stood at a distance, and they raised their voices and called out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were miraculously healed and made clean. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, glorifying and praising and honoring God with a loud voice. That's 10%. And he lay face downward at Jesus' feet, thanking him over and over. He was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, were not 10 of you cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was there no one found to return and give thanks and praise to God except this foreigner? Jesus said to him, get up and go on your way. Your faith, your personal trust in me, and your confidence in God's power has restored you to health. And he said to them, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well which you just read. Now, when he asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should, when the kingdom of God would come, and he answered them and said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, see here or see there, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. Then he said to the disciples, the days will come when you will desire to see one of the days of One of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. I am having trouble reading in this lighting right now. (laughs) 
I'm serious. Um, <laughs> you want me to take you're gonna, Yeah, you're going to okay. have to take Where over verse 23. They will say to you, look, the Messiah is there, or look, he is here. Do not go away to see him and do not run after them. For just like the lightning when it flashes out of one part of the sky gives light to the other part of the sky, so visible will the Son of Man be in his day. That means it will be obvious. Okay. But first he must suffer many things and be repudiated and rejected and considered unfit to be the Messiah by this unbelieving generation. And just as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the time of the second coming of the Son of Man. The people were eating, they were drinking, they were marrying, they were being given in marriage, they were indifferent to God until the day that Noah went into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. It was the same as it was in the days of Lot. People were eating, they were drinking, buying, selling, planting, building, carrying on business as usual without regard for their sins. But on the very day that Lot left Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone, burning sulfur from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just as just the same on the day that the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, whoever's on the housetop with his belongings in the house must not come down and go inside to take them out. And likewise, whoever's in the field must not turn back. Remember what happened to Lot's wife when she looked back? Whoever seeks to save his life will eventually lose it through death, and whoever loses his life in this world will keep it from the consequences of sin and separation from God. I tell you on that night when Messiah comes again, there will be two sleeping in one bed. The one, the non-believer, will be taken away in judgment, and the other, the believer, will be left. There will be two women grinding at the mill together. The one, the non-believer, will be taken away in judgment, and the other, the believer, will be left. Two men will be in the field. One will be taken. The other will be left. And they asked him, Where, Lord? He answered, where the corpse is, there the vultures will be gathered. Amen. Amen. <laughs> what a way to end a chapter. <laughs> Where the corpses are. What, do you, what did you see? Well, I, I, can start. I saw some good stuff. Go ahead. You start. Okay. So first of all, uh, you and I preached on apologizing and forgiveness April 25th-ish. And... I thought it was a great message. It was <laughs> I thought it was awesome. No, it was we don't preach together often. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work for us to do that together. Like my kids don't get fed, like our house doesn't get cleaned, like it is all consuming, but it is fun and we make it happen. God makes it happen. Our kids get fed. I'm just joking. Then people know that I'm joking. Reagan okay. will not be done. That's true. That's true. Reagan takes care. Of, Reagan actually starts taking care of everyone our 16-year-old. He takes care of all of us. Um Now what they eat that who, ca- know who knows? <laughs> who cares? Anyway, verse four reminded me of this, and we had so much content, and so I'm glad we didn't find this in that moment. But if you want to learn about apologizing, a very easy template that we use to apologize to one another, that we use to apologize to our kids, that we teach our kids to apologize to us, uh, April 25th, you can go on our eccc.us website or our app, the East Coast app, and find that message. Um, but verse four says, what's even. The, what's the template? Oh, you're not telling people? No, they need to go watch the message. Oh, yeah, you got to go watch it. Even if he sins against you seven times a day and returns to you seven times and says, I repent, you must forgive him. And then I love the, the, the in parentheses there. It says, that is, give up resentment and consider the offense recalled and annulled. I just love that part. Like, someone wrongs you and they come and say sorry and you forgive them six more times. And every time you are considering the offense annulled. You are considering it recalled. You are not holding it against them. Multiple times. Like, it happens. Like, there are days when we are just at each other, when I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry again for the way that I spoke. I'm sorry again for that. I'm sorry again. And every time we need to be in that position of recalling the offense, considering it annulled, considering it void. And that's what forgiveness is. It's releasing that... um, it's releasing him, right? Like I'm holding him around the neck and I'm releasing that. I'm not holding him hostage by yeah. that anymore because he's come and apologized and I'm forgive, even if it's over and over and over and over. It's yeah. okay. 
I love that. And I want to say, I think this actually balances out like some of the more extreme cases of people being abusive over and over and forgiving them over and over. Because it says if you cause a child to do something sinful, like better watch out. Because God's going to come take you out. Like, whoa, it it's says, like, whoa. What you ha- end up doing is you end up fighting against the Lord and vengeance. God will take vengeance. And so yeah. I don't think this is not referring to abusive uh, where, you know, people are hurting and abusing people in, in it, you know, sexual, physical abuse, mental, all that stuff. Um, that's, you know, at the end of the day, though, this is we not yeah. can forgive somebody, but we do not have to allow them in our life. Reconciliation. And- is not forgiveness. Yeah. And it's better to forgive them and release them so you're not attached to that thing anymore. But yeah. it doesn't mean what they did was okay. It doesn't mean that they can keep doing it. It doesn't mean, and even just the simple things, what they're doing is not okay. You have to forgive them. Let that go. Um, anything you want to say about, else you want to say about well, that? I, I feel bad that I withheld the apology template from you, so I'll just tell you now, but you should go watch message. So all it is <laughs> is three things. It is saying, I am sorry for doing the thing, yeah. right? So I'll just say, I'm, wrong. I'm sorry for speaking to you like that. I was wrong. Will you please forgive me? Yes. Thank you. That's it. Yep. So it's acknowledging that you you were wrong, showing remorse. Mm-hmm. And um, then apologizing is actually paving the road for forgiveness. It's yep. giving the person the best chance to, to walk forgive. and forgive. Yeah. Forgiveness. And so I, it's also really hard. You know, um, you need to really listen to the message because we dive deep into it. Yeah. <clears throat> and we talk a lot about apologizing. Um, it's it's an under-talked-about thing. Yeah. Because offenses come. Forgiveness is talked about quite a bit, but apologizing is rarely talked about. Um, and we, we spend a good 20, 30 minutes teaching apology, why apologize, what apologizing yep. is. Biblically, what is it? Confessing your sin to somebody. And there's healing there. Yeah. Praying for each other, different things like that. Um, anything else you want to say about offenses? Nope. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. I think I want to talk about this. All right? So he starts talking about being a servant and how servants don't brag about what they were doing. What verse are you at? Um, Ish. Verse 10. Okay. <clears throat> so as a servant, we don't come in and brag and we don't come in and like, look what I did. You know, don't I deserve to sit out at the table? No. Like... We have done what our duty was. And so that just reminded me of this recent ceremony uh, that I was at for a guy named Brandon Doherty. He's a master chief in the Air Force now, which is the basically highest uh, non-commissioned officer and uh, enlisted position you can have in the Air Force. Yeah. And only 1% of people in the Air Force get that position. <clears throat> okay. Water. You're going to have to talk Yes. Yeah, so we were at the ceremony, and it was an incredible... I had not realized all of the things that they were sharing. Like only 1% of people get to this position. All the levels that they had to go to to get to this position. They had it very outlined. Like first you're here and then you do this and then this. And as you go up, like authority goes up, but also responsibility goes up, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, they talked about, they even said it, servant leadership is how you get to this level. Yeah, and one thing they said was when they were acknowledging these people, they said, this will be the last day uh, that will be about you in the military. Because they were honoring these people. They were, I mean, it was a big deal. We were, I wore a tux with like a, a bow, bow tie, tie and everything. Yeah. You wore a gown. Yeah. And they said, this will be the last day that life is about you. Mm-hmm. And I think so many times when I'm serving 
in doing things, I have those thoughts and emotions and feelings, temptations, and sometimes they get the best of me and they get the best of you. We know that. Um, Like, this is about me. Like, I'm doing something great. And why aren't you acknowledging me? And aren't I fancy? And all these things (laughs) that are going through our mind. And then it even comes out even in worse ways. Why are they getting credit for this? Yeah. Like, who are they? Or why are they advancing past me? How dare they get credit for something I've done? Like, I know I'm the only one who's ever had these thoughts, right? Of course not. Everyone's having these thoughts. And we're fighting and we're struggling. Um, And we have to kind of get in us. If we want to grow in the kingdom of God, the greatest in the kingdom of God is a servant. And a servant, there's an aspect of being a Christian as a servant that you don't treat yourself like a son. You don't treat yourself like a king. You don't treat yourself like a prince. You actually say, like, I'm grateful to be serving in this house. Yeah. I'm happy to be serving God. I'm glad I'm included in the process. There is this broken humility, a brokenness of spirit and humility that is super healthy. In fact, I think a lot of people are facing this like never before because life's never been harder for us, Mm -hmm. that we have been brought to our knees and we have to be grateful we have a church and have to be grateful that we have a community because it almost all got taken away from us. Yeah, 2020 was a year of some things were taken away. Some people died. Some churches closed down. Some churches went online. We Things were stripped away and it brought us to our knees of this sense of gratefulness and humility mm-hmm. and where titles don't matter as much as the heart and soul of who you are in serving the Lord. That's so healthy. That's a side of serving that is forgotten often because it's easier to be like, I'm a son of God, I'm a daughter of God, mm-hmm. and all these things, right? Um, that's funner, you know? <laughs> like we're all kings and princes and priests and queens before the Lord, you know? Wow, woo, or whatever, right? Like, it's not as fun to be like, no, nah, I'm a servant of God. Yeah, I've heard this before. It's like we pray that God would use us, and when we're used by in ministry, we're complaining because we feel used. Yep. Like, what? Let me say that again. We pray that God will use us, and then we're complaining that we feel used, okay? Yep. That's that ungrateful when we're focusing on the wrong thing spirit that tries to flare up in all of us. And at the end of the day, there has to be this gratefulness and this contrite spirit, this brokenness of spirit, this humility that is so healthy um, that that is like, no, I'm grateful to do this, and I don't deserve this. Yeah. I, I, I've been given this. He chose me to do this, yeah. like more that. And sometimes it's so lacking that when you see it in someone, it's like shocking, right? That humility, that st- that stand out. We uh, just hired a new assistant and this person is so this person, right? He, this servant, this servant heart, this like, how can I help you? Emailing us on Saturday night. How how did it go last night? How can I help make your next day better? Like just literally just so honored to serve. And it's like, oh my gosh, thank you. It stands out. It's so beautiful. It really is a really beautiful thing. And it makes you want to be like that person, sure. right? Yeah. So good. Yep. I thought this part um, when it says, we, ha- we are unworthy servants, undeserving of praise, for we have not gone beyond our obligation. We've merely done what we ought to do. Yeah. Like, what a good statement. Like, 
if we could just operate on our daily lives, we've like just we've, done our duty. we've just done what we were supposed to do. And yeah. the, the reward is that, right? The reward is the process. It's not like we're going to go get that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. The reward is in the doing. Yeah. So that's, that's have you ever, stuff. have you ever heard that like saying like, you know, when people come up and thank you, like, man, what a great message you preached, or man, you just got a servant's heart, you know, whatever. Like, basically, this analogy of when Jesus was riding down uh, on Palm Sunday, you know, the week before he was crucified, he's riding down this uh, road, and people are throwing their coats out and mm-hmm. palm branches down and screaming, Hosanna, the Lord saves, right? They're screaming all these things out. And he's riding on a donkey's colt, which is a young donkey. A baby donkey. And a baby donkey, okay? And we're kind of like that donkey, right? People are praising us. Mm-hmm. Great job on the message. But what they're seeing is Jesus in us. A hundred percent. And the, it, it was like, are we like a donkey going, oh my gosh, I can't <laughs> believe you're throwing your coats down for me? I can't be- Palm branches for me? You want me to save you? Like, and we're just cooking along like this little donkey, like thinking all these people are here to, to see us, and they're not. Yeah, no. They're here to see Jesus. Well, they Jesus. don't even realize that sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah, they're here to see Jesus in us. Yeah. And, you know, when people say great job, great message, I always say thank you. I don't go, oh, it was the Lord, because it was the Lord. It, it just was the Lord. It's not me. It's the Lord. Whatever good you see is God. And it's just like, thank you. And, and I know that they're acknowledging the Lord in me, not me, but they are thanking me for saying yes. And I think that's really important. You need to say yes. Like, yeah. and it's good that you've said yes. And thank you for saying yes to yeah. the things of God. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, verse three says, pay attention and always be on guard, looking out for one another. If your brother sins and disregards God's precepts, solemnly warn him. And if he repents and changes, forgive him. And I just thought about community and how community is so important. And like Matt referred to in 2020, a lot of that was stripped away from us overnight. Like no one was prepared for that. No one was ready for that. No one was like, no one had been through a worldwide pandemic before where there's lockdowns everywhere and still going on in a lot of parts of the world, really, really struggling. And so there was this isolation that started like never before. And it's caused people to do a lot of crazy things. And we've talked about this before that the isolation, isolation breeds contempt. That's the truth. Um, And the pandemic didn't cause all of this stuff, but it did reveal some stuff. Maybe well, yeah. it, maybe it accelerated some unhealth it in people. It knocked down idols that people depended on. Right. So it revealed a lot. Absolutely. Like, and the isolation caused people to like propel into some addictions or go back into some habits, maybe hold on to some hurts or get into... Um, and it also magnified pain. Yes. Yes. So the isolation can be avoided, though. Like, there is community available, right? Yeah. There is community in the church. Like yeah. we said in the beginning, the church is open. It is wide open. We are building a church from the ground up on a piece of property that's never had anything on it before to show the community. It's in the middle of a community. It's literally backs up to houses in a neighborhood to show them that God is alive, that God is able, yeah. that there is some, they can walk out their back door and come into our church and they can find community. Community is there. You have to go out and get it though. Yeah. Or and, you can drive down 95 and turn off at the Vieira Boulevard exit yeah. in 12 to 18 months. Yeah, 
exactly. and go west past public. Yes, and how <laughs> how important it is to have the community, though, because it's in community that you can get called out. It's actually out of love that someone can say, hey, I feel like you're drinking a lot. Or, hey, you never you never talked like that before. Like, what is going on in you? Or, like, hey, you seem really down. Like, you have to have that proximity to have the relationship, to have someone to be able to say— You got to put yourself out there yeah. for someone to actually help you call yeah. call out what's maybe you're struggling with. Yeah. So true. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's necessary. We have to do it. We have to, if you've been in isolation, it's time to get back out there. Yeah. It's time. If you need to get your vaccine, it's available. Go do it and then get back out there. Yeah. Come back to church. Come back. Like if you feel like you've waited too long, that's a lie from the enemy. Yeah, is. There is never too long. Like we are ready for you, waiting for you. I got a text from someone the other day and I didn't know how long it'd be till I saw this person again. And they said, we're coming back in two weeks. And I was like, I cannot wait to see you. Ooh. Like, yes, no time like the present. Yeah. So, that's so we good. can't wait to see you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to Morning Breath. We will see you next week. Enjoy the programs this week with Pastor Dan, Pastor David, and all the guys recording for the rest of the week. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Bye. You are listening to the Morning Breath podcast from East Coast Christian Center. Please enjoy a word from our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Coca Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321 454 4531. That's 321 454 4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Download the Mezzanine Church app or visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. 
I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.